Bhimelo Motine is leading the conversation all across South Africa right now. Now, stay tuned to SAFM. Thank you so much for staying with us. It's a Wednesday, so we try and heal each other on a Wednesday with all sorts of ways. Um, Some doctors will come through, some more interesting uh, holistic healers will come through and try and get us a a better sense of balance as we are in a very, very difficult time at the moment. So Adi Shab is an intuitive therapist um, and she's going to be talking to us about mind and body connection. She joins us now on the line and the lines are open 011-714-2006. You can also send in a WhatsApp and I promise I'll get to as many as I can. I see many of you are upset with me that I never got to yours. promise we'll get um, Dr. Uh, Common James back so that we can get to some of your questions. So lines are open. The WhatsApp number is 0614-104-107. Let me just welcome Adi Shab to the show this afternoon. Good afternoon and thank you so much for being with us, Adi. Oh, good afternoon. What a delight it is to be here. Oh, it's, it's wonderful to talk to you, Adi. Adi, you're one of those people, um, those teachers that everybody refers to, you know, every now and then when you speak to a really, really connected teacher, they'd say, Adi, they bring your name up. So we really are delighted to have you on the show this afternoon. Oh, as I say, it's such a privilege and it's it's so great to bring awareness to how important uh, the body-mind connection is. In fact, there's no separation. So, w- so what is an intuitive therapist, Adi? So, um, yes, I I actually realized this 35 years ago when um, I became, uh, did the training of understanding the reflection of the body mm-hmm. and the meridians, which are energetic lines that run through our body that are connected, we often hear this in the world of shiatsu, talking about uh, the bladder meridian or, mm-hmm. you know, the gallbladder meridian. And all these emotions are connected to our meridians. Ah, so how so, did I be- so, so something just so that we don't, you don't, we don't lose you. So meridian as in would be the same as the global meridian. Oh, well, you can kind of compare it, but we've got body meridians <laughs> yes. that, that run through our body. What I'm saying yes. is if, if one can maybe have that connection, we, we're talking about what we would have learned in geography. As, absolutely. And you're talking absolutely. about the body meridians in this case. Precisely. In our, our inner world also reflects our outer world. So yes. we can understand that the world is very much a really good example yes. to, to base it on. Okay. And, you know, when I started 35 years ago, I was trained with this incredible person, which I'll tell you my journey a little bit later on. Yes. His name was Patrick Displus, mm-hmm. and he introduced this amazing knowledge to me of how every emotion is held in our body. In fact, when our, when our mind suffers, the uh-huh. body cries out. Okay. In other words, I've got a, a little pinch what I feel like, it, it feels like a pinch. doesn't quite feel like a pain, a pain of some sort, but pinchish on my shoulder. And you are saying, if I very quietly went inward, I would understand that some emotion is expressing itself through my body. Precisely. So the question I would ask you mm-hmm. is, when did the pain come start coming up? So I would have, uh, in my world, said to you, I think I didn't sleep well. (laughs) I think my pillow wasn't quite doing what it's supposed to do. And I woke up with this feeling this morning. 
Of course, because we always blame it on the outside <laughs> to look at what is going on. Maybe I just had a bad night. Yes, yes, I know exactly that because that's exactly the point, right? We look for the simple, um, you know, things to blame. Yeah, yes, it must have been the pillow. It must be the mattress, whatever the case may be. Precisely. And yet it's so amazing because when if you look at which side is it on the is left it your right, side. is it your left? Because both sides of the body represent different aspects of ourselves. So which side is it? So Adi, is it always the case that whatever manifests in the body, whether it's illness or pain, is always, always connected to emotions? Or it could be that I really had a bad pillow experience. It could be, it could be, but your body will tell you if it was the bad pillow. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's how? the most amazing thing. Is how do you've I got know? To learn, you've got to learn the language of how to communicate with that poor little shoulder of yours that's really been pinched mm-hmm. so that it can give you the answer, not okay. you. <laughs> so so how do we go about that? Do we do can you do that yourself or do you need somebody else to tell you that you know this well, is not the emotion it's the, the you know you bumped into something or well, that something else is going on with you what i like to do is i like to almost give the person some guidance so they can move inside out rather than outside in mm-hmm. what happens is when we get the full shoulder we'll go and see the chiropractor mm-hmm. or we'll put on a plaster to take the pain mm-hmm. away mm-hmm. But it's, if it's got a symbology to the body-mind reference, you're not listening. Mm-hmm. So it's literally you're putting a cap onto like a toothpaste tube mm-hmm. and yet it's still being squeezed. It's going to come out another way. Mm-hmm. So what I try and do is teach you to go inward to that shoulder and start learning how to ask it various questions. Okay. So and what inside, questions would I be asking yes? my shoulder today? Yes, okay. So basically, you've got to look at which side is it on. Is it the right or the left? Mm -hmm. Because both sides of the body represent a different aspect of ourselves. The right is connected to your male. So it's connected to all males in your life, whether it's your husband, your brother, your son, your inner male, Mm -hmm. which is all around putting up boundaries and saying no. Mm -hmm. And the other side, which is your feminine, which is your creative, it's your emotional, it's your intuitive, it's around the females in your life. So that's also, if it's on the right-hand side, if you look at the shoulders, and you get so many of these wonderful expressions, what is it that you want to get off your shoulders, off your (laughs) back? Or this is where we carry the weight of the world, Mm -hmm. and responsibility is a word that weighs heavily in this area. So problems with the shoulders may indicate almost one doesn't want to look at one's own issues, or we're so busy dealing with others Mm -hmm. that we so have so little time for ourselves. Mm. And, and that's that's so it could be that you literally are carrying the weight uh, on your shoulders, literally so, and, and it's manifesting itself in that way. Precisely. I mean, look at Atlas Man. He's got, he's got the world on his shoulders. And sometimes the most amazing thing is that when you start working in a symbolic way, because that's how the body responds in dream. If you look at it, our dreams are so symbolic and they're kind of wacky and weird that the mind and the body understand if you put a wacky image. So if you feel like you're holding the world on your shoulders, imagine that it's a big ball and Mm -hmm. just almost imagine throwing that ball off your shoulders and straightening up and finding your backbone again. And it's the most amazing thing. It's that the body understands it. So you you do... 
I, I think it's called speed healing. Is, is that the right term? Speed healing is slightly different. It, that's working with the lymphatic system, yes. and that's quite involved on its own. That, in a way, is very good for, it works with a lymphocyte, which is working on a trampoline to get your lymphatic system moving because yes. it's so much slower. So that helps with your health, your general health. Okay. And there is a way in which you can actually really work with a, a part of the body by concentrating on it in a different way to what I'm talking about okay. with the body-mind. Okay, I get it. So what you're saying is that it is possible for once you've honed in on where the issue is, you can, you can visualize lifting that pain away. Is that what you're saying? You can, but even more, you want to get to the, the seed of it. Mm-hmm. It's similar to when you somebody dies yep. and you go to a funeral. You're not only crying about the person who's died, you're crying about all the losses that you've experienced in your life. So if somebody comes up to you and doesn't say, why are you crying? Say, you can just allow yourself to mourn. It's not only about that particular loss. It's an opportunity to release. So our body holds storage. It's like almost a storage area and we've got an inner physician that when we learn to go down to your shoulder and hold it and just recognize that pain and say I feel that you've really been sore lately and I've come down to communicate with you and when you start working somatically with the body almost getting an idea of well what do you look like let me learn a little bit about you what color are you what kind of shape what kind of texture are you and you're getting to familiarize yourself with this part of your body, and you're not you're not working it with your rational mind. It comes to you automatically. It's oh, I don't know why I said that. That's funny. Even going down to asking if it's old or if it's new, it might be connected to something that's way back. But your body will tell you where it's connected to. It's the most miraculous journey one could ever go through. So, in the similar way that we speak of muscle memory in exercise, you're saying the body has that memory. The body holds every memory that you've had from the time that you were in mother's womb. which is incredible because you can understand that even as a baby, you're not only fed nutritionally by your mother, but you're fed by every emotion that she's gone through through her pregnancy. Mm -hmm. So if you've got an anxious mother, you're going to have cortisol that gets released in the body and into the amniotic Uh, fluid. mm. So sometimes we're not even carrying not only our stuff, but we're carrying stuff from our our mothers in previous generations. Mm. Because that's passed in the DNA. It's in the DNA. It's it's actually connecting into your body. So it's almost like a big rubbish bin that we shove things in and we kind of put on a big brave face and we talk around, hello, how are you? Fine, thank you, and you. But we're not showing what's really going on organically because of our fear of disapproval where we won't fit in or don't be a quiet baby or any of these things. So we literally, we've got all this garbage that we need to empty out in our bodies. What what do you suggest would be happening to? I'll give you two separate scenarios. You know, there are people who are prone who are prone to injury. Not that they get sick, but they're always injured. <laughs> Does that make sense? They they always get hurt by something. Uh, either they're bumping into something, they're always cutting themselves. Or what do you think is going on there? I feel that sometimes, especially where you're falling or you're knocking or whatever, you're not particularly grounded with inside of yourself. Ah. 
And I think right now, you know, with the world the way it is, many of us are flighty or in our heads or into enormous amount of fear that we we're a little bit disassociated from our body in worry or fear and we're not fully we're not fully in ourselves. We and we use that expression, I'm besides myself. Mm-hmm. It's so fascinating. Mm. So it's all about when you are finding that you're knocking yourself, go out into nature. Actually sit down, take off your shoes, sit down on the earth or almost feel, feel yourself almost becoming like a tree to ground yourself, to center yourself so that you can almost again just become aware of who you are and your surroundings. Otherwise, you, you're too much of an airhead. You're moving too much into the worry, the mental that's known as our air element, the Mm -hmm, mind. mm -hmm. What about, and I know you're speaking about the fact that you are able to carry, even at birth, even as you are in your mother's womb, illnesses that date back from her genealogy via, via, you know, um, DNA or also, uh, as you said, cortisol or whatever. Children who, who are prone to being sick and are really babies, do you yes. attribute that to the mother's the mother's issues? You know, it's the most interesting thing because when parents come to me and they say, because I work on children as well yes. from when they're very, very little, yes. and children are very easy to care, yeah. but often I say to the mothers, please come first onto my table, come in, get some work done on yourself and watch if your child doesn't improve. Huh? And it's the most amazing thing because <laughs> our children are such empaths, they they feel what's going on with the parents that again that they're not extensively expressing and they can it's like animals they can take on symptoms from you you know it's quite interesting to see an animal also has that capacity so yes get yourself worked on first yeah can people believe themselves well in other words are there situations where it's it's just too late, you know? And and I'm talking about serious ailments here, where mm-hmm. somebody's got cancer mm-hmm. or whatever. Is the work that you do able to assist somebody like that to literally and get themselves out of the ailing body? The, yes, to a certain degree. Okay, I've, I've just uh, two years ago, I lost my sister from bone cancer, and. She was such an amazing woman. She looked at the light side of life always. She was an adventurer, but she also, she stacked a lot of emotions inside of her body. And when it it started off in the breast, which is very interesting, it's around how we've been nurtured and it's around nurturing. And then, you know, later went into the bone, which is her support structure. It's how one actually stands up and it's our skeletal frame. It's, it's how we are absolutely being able to stand in our core element. And what I realized in watching her, there were so many emotions that were pushed down over many, many years, but I could help her with her pain. And she could help herself by working with me, by going down to the painful area to start working with the pain itself. And the pain would actually ease. So she called me often when she was in pain. And it was amazing to see. She always used to say, thank you so much. The pain has released. When it gets into cancers or when it goes into severe conditions, it's been sitting there for a long time. So the sooner one starts working in unraveling and doing the best you can, there's no guarantee, but you can help certainly with a way of of pain management. But you've got to look behind what is sitting behind cancer, and we normally find that 
the people who we often say, oh, she was such a great person. I would never, ever have imagined somebody like that getting cancer. She gave to the world. Mm. But a lot of those times, those cancer people are giving so much to others that they're neglecting themselves and they're putting themselves right at the back of the list. So it's consider yourself and others. I think this is a big thing in our, in our spiritual teachings that we told to give and to be a good person. You put yourself last, but actually it's about first giving to yourself and then others. So, Very important. So would you then, then make that the, I suppose the mantra to keep yourself healthy? Is, is that the way to do it? Yes, and to see that inside of us holds every single feeling and emotion and that when we get the sickness or the illness, instead of it looking at it as the, the, to go into the victim side of it, to see it as a teacher. Because you'll see so many people who manage to go into remission from cancer, they sometimes go into, that was one of the greatest teachers of my life. I learned so much. Was inside of myself. Mm, mm-hmm. I get exactly what you're saying. Let's take some voice notes and I'll be back with uh, as well um, phone calls as well on 011-714-2006. Here's a voice note. Hi, Pamela. Interesting show as always. This is Elohani from Soweto. I'd like to know what are the benefits of walking barefoot? Um, most of us hardly ever walk barefoot. And is it safe to walk barefoot on cement or ceramic tiles. Thanks. Bye. Great question. Great question. Absolutely. So with our world of technology, um, it really it really messes up with we are electrical beings. Yes. If you look at our mind, it's electrical. Mm-hmm. So with electricity and especially with with cell phones and the radiation, it's very important every day to actually take off your shoes and walk on the ground. It it almost anchors you and it neutralizes the radioactive energy around you and it connects you. There's nothing nicer than walking on grass, obviously, but if you have got cement or bricks, it doesn't really matter. It's your intention and actually just connecting. Almost we are connected to the earth. When you're wearing shoes, you've got that rubber or that plastic underneath that is not getting you that that absolute connection. So it's plug into the earth. As much as we are plugging into other technologies, it's almost, again, re-energize your body by stepping onto soft earth or on wherever you are. It's very, very good. And imagine yourself growing roots. I think especially at this time. Because I was going to say to you, it's not like, when I'm where I am now, the sixth floor. <laughs> no, no, but you can, you know what? You can almost imagine yourself even being in an environment that is beautiful, you know, that you can actually imagine yourself on, on obviously the real thing is the best, yes. but yes, you can imagine yourself in a beautiful meadow and imagining yourself anchoring. And especially in these times, look at the trees. If there's wind and there's a tremendous force, the wind will build, it will bend, but it will come back to center. And I think especially now where we've been faced with so many obstacles, so many anxieties and fears, it's very important for us to root ourselves mm. and to feel our core strength. And that again, that we always be able to rock, but come back and not uproot ourselves. So, so talk to us about that, the significance. And you see this a lot where there are retreats or any place, places like that where the connection to nature 
is part of the healing process. What is it about nature and our bodies that are so aligned that it helps us to heal uh, and, as you said, connect? So nature, nature, we can learn so much from nature, but if you look at the color of nature, most of it is green. Green is the predominant color of the grass, the trees, etc. The green is connecting, interestingly enough, to our heart center. Some of us have heard of the word chakras, which are energy centers. And this is, in, you know, this information has come from the East for centuries. And each energy center has got a different color. You'll feel that when you're in nature and there's this beautiful grass and green trees, you almost feel yourself exhaling. And look at nature. Take that carbon dioxide and it converts it into oxygen. So it's similar with us. It's about get outside and take a deep breath. We are sitting with these masks all the time. Get out into nature. Remove your mask if you're in your garden or whatever and take some lovely deep breaths because oxygenation is of high importance right now. Mm. Very important. You speak of um, teachings that come from the East with with nature and chakras and so on. I want us to also then explore the sounds and healing. So in African tradition, it would be the drums, for instance. Yes. Um, in some in some instances, it would be silence as meditation, as a way of healing the body. Can yes. you talk to us about that? Right. Um, each sound has a certain vibration because if you look, look at sound, it has vibration. It, it starts moving through a medium. So again, if you look at even the, the, the Buddhists where they chant the Om, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it goes into very high resonance, but it's also connected to a particular chakra, and that brings harmony to that particular area. Drumming, for example, is very base. It's, it puts you in touch with your roots. It's, I don't know if you've drummed personally, mm-hmm. but it's somehow now that you, if, if you're drumming and you close your eyes, you can feel where it's activating you. It's very high sounds or pitches will, will go into the higher, it's almost like musical notes. You've mm-hmm. got the bass note and it starts going up into the, the more finely tuned notes. And this is where you, you often get sound journeys where this is wonderful. You lie in a room and this, these beautiful singing bowls come through and they're played over you or there's a didgeridoo from, gee, was from Australia, somebody's got a didgeridoo and they sound it into your body. You can feel because we're molecules of emotion and we molecules of water, you can feel the vibration within your body and it can harmonize that particular area. So does that sometimes mean that we are out of, you know, a rhythm or um, a frequency of sorts where the sounds are, are able to balance us out? Very much so. You know, if you look at the dolphins, they're quite interesting, and the whales. What do they work with? They work with sonar. So what they do, that is their radar. In fact, I I took my child to go and swim with the dolphins because he was ill. And when the dolphins, when he was put into the water, so they, they used the harmonics of their sound to penetrate his body. And each organ has got a sound. Every part of our body has a sound. And where that, where that part of the body was imbalanced, it used to project a sound backward and they bring in the harmonizing sound to balance it, which was incredibly amazing to watch. They are hugely intelligent beings and they know the essence of sound and sound healing, how vibrant and how full of possibilities it is to heal yourself.
Going to take a quick break. A.D. Shub is an intuitive uh, therapist. And as I said, the lines are open 011-2006. And I'll be back with that after the headlines at 2.30 with Utsila You are listening to Life Happens on SAFM. Pamela, this Justice Mwepe from Polokwane. I just want to find out, is it safe? Of course, it's not safe to drive a car with a barefoot. But sometimes when you drive a car with a barefoot, you are not feeling much itchy pains underneath your foot. And I just want to find out, is it really uh, proper to drive a car without wearing shoes, like with your barefoot? Why are we always, after driving a long distance, our foot underneath are actually itchy paining? What could be the result and what can be done to avoid that? All right, so um, Adi Shab is an intuitive therapist. Adi, I think you may have touched on this somewhat, um, the, the feet. He's complaining about itchy feet when he is wearing, uh, I think, shoes. And that it, I think it, he's saying it's better when he's not. Then he's got to find, find his own intuition and feel what feels right without having shoes on. I think that you still can feel the pedals. You've got, I don't know what the law is, whether you have the to does, wear. The law does not allow for that. <laughs> It doesn't allow. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't allow. allow for that. No, you see, and that's the thing. He's got to look at also what are your feet. Your feet are your your most important area which moves you forward through life. So again, you've got to look at the symptoms. What is the itchiness? Is he finding something irritating about his movement forward? Is he is he watching his watch his mindset as well while he's driving? so that he can see what is it that he's thinking about in the terms of his movement forward. Because Mm -hmm. feet is all about taking that best foot forward. You look at all these wonderful expressions. But what is it? Maybe there's some form of irritation, because itchiness is irritation to the skin, which is the part of us that meets the world. So he needs to look a little bit deep and see why is he getting itchy feet. So you, you spoke a little bit about balance um, and, and also being intuitive as, as you are an intuitive therapist. Are there mm-hmm. things we can do on a day-to-day basis to kind of, you know, check in? I think the most important thing is every day to to really sit with yourself, just to create 10 minutes of just connecting with you, taking off your almost your, your heavy mind and just going into, I'm just going to connect with my breathing because there's enough in our world that's taking our breath away with so, so much shock. And with shock, we either hold our breath or we go into, we, we constantly bombarded by negative news. And it's all about, let me find my breath again and let me just check inward. And by just every morning, the same as our computers, they upgrade their, their virus software. It's about you just connecting, going into gratitude, finding your breath again. Where am I feeling sensitive? And actually even speak to that part of your body and, you know, just give it a little bit of love. Your cells listen, which is amazing because water is intelligent. We've got, we've got so much water in our body that our, our cells do listen. It's amazing. So really to try and look at this vessel that you are walking around in as exceptionally intelligent and to always remember that when, when the mind cries out that the body does suffer, so we are, we've got records in our body that, again, it's just a matter of you tapping in. And to come and have a session with me to get a little bit more of an understanding about the layers and how absolutely incredible we are. And then the mystery, the start, you start going on this wonderful mystery tour. 
AD, so what are the email addresses? What are the platforms where people can find you? Okay, I'm on uh, www.intuitree.co.za. I'll spell that out. It's I-N-T-U-I-T-R-E-E. All in small small letters. And uh, yes, I'm on Facebook under AD Shub. And yes, yeah, please go and have a look at my website. There's much to, there's so much on it that you'll learn even greater and more wonderful things about your body. Thank you so much uh, for your time. I really appreciate it. And we'll, we'll post that also on our social media platforms. Oh, and lovely to speak to you. And thank you for inviting me on the show. Thank you. Eddie Shab is an intuitive therapist and she's on intuitree.co.za.